Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Ask Bergie does not have the ring that I need, Slee. Ask Slee is perfect. It's... It's the exact Greg right came in for the right guy. A couple hours ago, I said, hey, am I getting up for a quick second? And then he just got really comfortable in the chair. Like buying a used car, right? Hey, I, I, look, I need to sit in it. I need to drive it. You mind if I take it around the place? Should have done a segment or two just to see what it feels you still like. still can. <laughs> Why not, right? Why not? Uh, any, anybody else who's moved? The All right, Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder to the Houston Rockets in a package for Daniel uh, Theis. Um it is so. That's the only thing that I've seen here. Schroeder to the Houston Rockets. I yep. believe that completes De- uh, Dennis Schroeder bingo. I think he's now played on every team in the league. What do you go? I think he's done. He went. Uh, why am I forgetting who he was with before the Thunder? Lakers? Atlanta, the, oh, yeah, Thunder, the Thunder, the Lakers, the Celtics, the Rockets. Was he in Washington too? I want to say he was in Washington. He's he, been around a lot. He is uh, Charlotte, maybe. I don't know if he went on any of those other teams, but he will now be a part of the Houston Rockets. Yeah. All right, there you go. I, I don't see anything else. And um, that could be it. So Bill Orm had put out from The Athletic that don't expect any last-second heroics from the Lakers. Um, that it's they the smart thing to do. Al. Tried it, to do stuff, but nothing worked. What, what's It's good money after bad, right? That, you, you, made a, you, you made a bet. It blew up. Didn't mm-hmm. work. Good try, but don't make, another, don't make another crazy bet. Walk away. Make a bet another day. Well, it, make a bet on, on a different player with a different group because this group has proven that it's not good enough to do what Laker fans want it to do. Here's the problem. I think there's a couple things that come into play. I don't think there was a move out there that was going to change what we all know the scenario is playing out to be for the Lakers. So it's not like you were a move away. Let me. Let me. Do you remember early in the season? There was conversation about Jeremy Grant of the Pistons, mm-hmm. and it was THT Kendrick Nunn a pick to go get Jeremy Grant. Okay. Early, early in the season when you felt like THT had more value, you felt like, hey, if we get Jeremy Grant, that's actually a really good get for the Lakers. But where you are at this point of the season, THT stock has gone down. No team is going to go make a trade like that because they think they're going to get more assets. What trade were you able to do that was going to take you from ninth place in the Western Conference? If you come out of the playing tournament, you're going to get beat up by the Suns or the Warriors. What trade would have took you from that position to, oh, now you're in the doesn't, Western Conference exist. and you got a shot? So exist. if it doesn't exist, yeah. then why would you give up other assets that you can hold on to this upcoming summer? I, I, I think they made the right decision. I, I, as far as just kind of sitting tight and, and letting this thing play out. You and I were talking a little bit during the break. But it is that, crazy that it's the exact same team going in for the final 26 games. It has looked so bad. Well, yeah, yes, yeah. except for when you stop and look at it, you, you just said it. It's like having a garage sale, right? Mm-hmm. People go to garage sales because they're looking for something that I need. I need a lamp. I need a, I need an old box of screws. I need whatever it is that you're looking for. The Lakers just have like a, a button and some lint on their table in their front yard. There's nothing that anybody wants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, I, I get it. You can put your stuff out there, but if no, I don't have anything I want. I need something good. So that's the bigger thing more than anything else. Even if they wanted to do something, they couldn't do it. Like we talked about, there's a blockbuster that went down, whatever that was, hour plus ago, 
James Harden is now part of the Houston Rockets. Uh, ben Simmons is going Sixers. to the. Uh, I'm sorry, the yeah. Houston Rockets is uh, going to the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Simmons obviously going to the Brooklyn Nets. Harden has value mm-hmm. still left in the NBA. Russ does not have that value. So even if they do, they want to do everything they can to try to put themselves in a position to win a championship. They don't have any moves. They, there's there's also no cards left to be dealt. That they you know what, what are you going to hit if you're playing blackjack and you're sitting at 19? Are you hitting for another card? Like it's yeah. not happening. I, I, to, to your point about look, are you surprised that it's the same group? At twelve oh five, that it was at the start of the trade deadline. Not really, because I some stuff around the edges. May, maybe, maybe something like, like that. But this was this was going to be a team that's kind of where it is, and now it's we're not going to double down on it, which I think is smart. What would have been interesting is something that was kind of floated out there yesterday. You and I were talking about a minute ago that the Knicks and the Lakers had a, a conversation, according to Brian Windhorst, yeah. that was. Russell Westbrook centered, and they get back a handful of guys from the Knicks, and it was basically, I'll give you my problems, you give me yours, right? Mm-hmm. That we'll just the money's roughly the same. That would have been kind of interesting because I don't think there's any risk involved for either team that they didn't land on that. It, I think means the Lakers are just like, look, let's just get this thing over with. Let's get it to the end of the line. We're done. Probably, probably came down to draft compensation. They don't have a pick till twenty twenty seven is their next first rounder, Yikes. right? So. If you're giving that up, that's another chip that you could probably use in the summer. I don't think that matters a ton. You know what I mean? I mean, it matters as far as making deals, but I don't think it matters to the Lakers' future. The Lakers aren't going to draft their next great player. It matters to making deals. I don't think it matters to while they're really waiting for that 2027 class. Emily's one of Emily's Factor Cap was celebrity encounters. Trav, I got on an elevator once with Danny McBride post-Eastbound and Down. Didn't know what to say to him, so I just looked at him and said... You're bleaking out, <laughs> which is terrific. That's the correct thing to say to Kenny Powers in an elevator. The question I have for you, 805 Rainer, is what did he say back to you? Because I, I told you my Shooter McGavin story, right? From um, did you tell Happy the story? Gilmore. I think so. I'm going to tell it again. By the way, he's a good follow on Twitter. He's funny. Yeah. He's funny. So my buddy and I were parked at the intersection of Barrington and San Vicente in Brentwood. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're parked. There's a, I think it's still there. There's a, a Gloria Jean coffee place on the corner. Okay. We're sitting at a red light. Out comes Shooter McGavin from Coffee Bean. And he's crossing the crosswalk right in front of us. And my buddy yells out at him, I eat pieces of like you for breakfast, right? And and, and you have told the story. Without looking up, without acknowledging us, Mm -hmm. just waves his hand in the air and keeps it moving. Like he had heard that from somebody every day of his life since that movie came out. So I'm always kind of curious how somebody that's famous for a line or a role responds to constantly being reminded of it. 100%. Remember when Old School came out? Will Ferrell? Love you, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. (laughs) Was that not like the one line that you wanted to just repeat anytime? By the way, you don't need to see Will Ferrell for that. You know how many times he's probably been told that in his life? You're my boy, Blue. (laughs) Now it's different because he has classic lines in every movie. All right, let me throw this out there real quick. Today's stat hero of the day is the Nets and the Sixers, the deal that they put together. So the 76ers moved from 12-1 to odds to 7-1 to to win an NBA title at Caesars Sportsbook. So the Nets' odds did not budge from four to one, Nets are still the favorites. We'll see if how that dust kind of settles. 76ers go from five to one to three to one to win the Eastern it's Conference. They're now tied with Milwaukee for the second shortest odds behind the Nets plus two twenty. Okay, so the idea that the Nets odds stayed the same 
that's entirely based on Kevin Durant, right? That they're they're betting that Kevin Durant's yep. the best player in the tournament. No question about it. And that he will do yes. what Kevin Durant. This isn't a Ben Simmons thing. This isn't a Kyrie Irving thing. This is a I'm betting on Kevin Durant, right? You're betting on KD and then on top of that, you're obviously looking at you're assuming Kyrie at his best in half of the games. Can I make an observation about Kyrie? Ben Simmons, uh that's what you're assuming there. Let me let me just finish this off here. Stat here the exclusive Daily Fancy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa show. StatHero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. All right, so ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Kyrie Irving gets drafted number one overall. Cavs stink. They stink. They're, 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 they're bad. They continue to pick at the top of the draft. LeBron James comes back, and they are in the finals four years in a row. <laughs> Okay, and they win a championship, and Kyrie's stock goes up. And this isn't an indictment of his skills or anything, his handles. He, yeah. he can play. They make a move, and the Celtics go from kind of a plucky, interesting, feisty, pretty good team to, yeah, we have Kyrie, and this doesn't work at all. Let's get him out of here. He goes to Brooklyn, and we know what happened today happened today. Kyrie Irving has never been on a good team in the NBA where LeBron James wasn't standing right next to him. Mm. Why, why why are we pretending that Kyrie's a part of this? He's made it very clear he's not. Mm. He he's not he's playing in half the games. And every time it's been the Kyrie show, it doesn't work. Now maybe it'll work with KD because KD's on LeBron's level. Yeah. But this idea, well, they got Kyrie. No, 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 no. He, you talk about the complimentary player of complimentary players. He is the ultimate B dude because he's had ample opportunities to be the A guy and it's a bust. You know, you know they you know they look at him as is and I agree with you as the B dude. They look at him as one of the most iconic shots in NBA history in the finals, right? Is Kyrie Irving. And he's a guy that's not worried about that moment. He take that big shot. KD is your LeBron James. Kyrie is exactly what he was with the Cavs in this situation with the Nets. 710 ESPN as your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour to Travis and Sliwa, Mason and Ireland, Sedano and Cap. When you hear the super sounder, Caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you will qualify to win a pair of tickets. Super tickets to the big game, the 710 Super Ticket Giveaway from your championship radio station, 710. Speaking of that big game, there's yep. exactly one thing I think that the Bengals are better at than the Rams. I'll tell you what it is next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Just telling you how that Woj is your favorite celebrity sighting is my favorite thing about you. There, there's a lot of things I like about you. I like Ask Slee. Yeah. I like the I like Rookie, but that Woj is your guy. Like, wow, there he is. So he's grabbing the same water. The same Aquafina from the fridge that I'm grabbing. Hey, Come on, now. it's like the um, it's might be like Dasani. Celebrities are just like us in the back of Us magazine. They get Starbucks. They take out their yeah. trash. They get a hot dog out of the bin, just like Adrian Wojnarowski. Okay, can I can I ask you a question? Which this is maybe part of my reason why I think this guy is such a baller. 
when he put out the tweet uh, of the trade earlier, right? Harden and Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. How many likes do oh you think gosh. it got? Tens of thousands. Like I, I, I do understand that this is not a normal day. That that's a blockbuster, blockbuster move. Sure. But if the president of the United States put out puts out a tweet, he's not getting, I think, a quarter of what he got. And this is on an NBA trade deadline. So he got Woj got. Do you want to guess or no? Uh, okay. Can I call? It, can I? How many followers does he have? Do you have the answer to that? Yes. So you got about a million would be my guess. Woj has five point one million okay, so followers. Got, so if he's got five million followers, yep. he got five hundred thousand likes. All right, now it doesn't sound as good. 213,000 likes. That's still a ton. And you know, on purpose to send a message, I didn't give him a like. <laughs> hey, listen, buddy, we are in this, We do yep. the same thing around yep. here. No, he's great. But I don't want his head to get too big. We're super excited about hey, him. Before, is, is terrific. Before I move on, I think you had a celebrity sighting before that you didn't mention, Alan. Remember when you almost hit Stan Van Gundy uh, over the summer? Yeah, that you didn't, happened too. You, didn't, you weren't starstruck. You almost struck a star. Yeah, but I'm. Ch- like I'm with a your fan. Car, you almost ran him over. While he was walking, you know, you pull into the garage here. Mm-hmm. He was walking across the. Uh, you know how they're the yard house and the hotel. Sure. People, they they don't look. They, they don't, don't look they don't at, expect somebody coming out of that garage. They, well, not even. How about coming into the garage? <laughs> Nobody looks at anything. And Van Gundy was just on the phone walking, just standing in touch. Uh, Stan. Okay. No, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Van Gundy. Okay. If you, they, would have, you shouldn't have hit him hard. I don't want him to get hurt, but it would have been a good story if you would at least tap him to where he made you get out of the car and trade insurance information, something like Cause that. Because initially it was like, bro, what are you doing? How are you? Jeff, good to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> All right. So Super Bowl 56, that would be LVI, Emily and Sliwa. Um, <laughs> uh, coming up on Sunday, and I've spent a lot of time looking at this roster, that roster, this season, that season. How did you get here? How did they get there? And I've come to the conclusion that the Bengals are better at one thing than the Rams are. I really think it's one thing. What is it? The kicker. I think Evan McPherson is better than Matt Gay. And and, and that doesn't mean Matt Gay's not good. He's had a great season. He's a Pro Bowl-level guy. McPherson is calling games before he kicks. uh, And he does that thing where, you know, and the Rams had this advantage a couple of years ago with Greg Zerline. mm -hmm. When Greg Zerline, Greg the leg, right, Legatron, when you got across the 50-yard line, it's okay, we got three in our back pocket. That's a real weapon. It's a, and, and McPherson has a leg like that. He's a guy, and you look at, you know how many field goals they've kicked in four, uh, three playoff games so far? They've kicked 12 field goals. You talking about the Bengals? Yes. Yeah. They've, this is how they score their points. Yeah. They don't score a ton of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Their offense kind of tends to bog Staley down. Staley would have went for it. <laughs> yeah, and he, oh, They'd have had one field goal. He oh, it was not in the playoffs. Right. So the guys that kicked the field goals, they kicked 12 field that's goals That's a big in three deal. Games. No, I, I, I know and what he's you're saying. mega, mega range. Mm-hmm. And look, I don't, th- I don't think this game's going to be a blowout. I think that it's going to be a, a relatively close game. I like the Rams to win it. But if it comes down, if it's a two-point game, and all, and they only have to move the ball 25, 30 yards oh, no, to get in the field goal range. That's terrifying. Well, that's playoff football. You know, playoff football when you when you can get three points, you don't leave three points on the board. That's we big go time. for it around here. Sleep. That's big time. You know what's funny? Actually, here's a perfect example: the Chiefs Bengals game. They're closing in on the half. Remember, Mahomes mm-hmm. wanted to run an extra play. I think they had five seconds left mm-hmm. on the clock. He throws something to Tyree Kill, and they have no timeouts. That's game. How you don't throw that into the end zone and just cash in on the points? That's the difference of games. Yeah. I, it's, it's not, you know, I, I think the Rams win the game, and I think it's actually probably not going to be closer than the spread. I think the spread, what is it now, four up to four and a half, half now? 
Um, but you're right that it's a close game, and you just need this one dude to kick one. That dude's eyes so far. But, and, and it's it's. I think this is comes back to Sean McVay, and it comes back to Zach Taylor, right? And Sean McVay has a little more experience in this, so I think maybe the advantage goes to him. But that very thin line between being very aggressive without being reckless, right? That, that aggressive is we're going to try to slide one more play in here and see if we can do it, but let's not be so reckless that we can't chip a field goal if yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. To try to thread that needle's a, a little complicated. I think Sean McVay did much better with that the second, or I guess it would be the third time around with the 49ers in the NFC Championship game, and I don't know if Zach Taylor has had to do quite it, The decisions he's had to make so mm. far have been, yeah, the, the obvious decision as opposed to we push a little here, do we pull back? It's going to come down to something weird like that. It almost always does when the teams are, are you get to this point. And the, the Bengals probably shouldn't be here. The Rams got a little lucky, too, to be fumble four times and win a playoff game. That's not supposed to happen. There are so many things that have to break your way to yeah. have it happen, and it comes down to a decision, a kick. You know what's so depressing? After Sunday. No, I don't want to talk about it's that. It's the worst. I don't want to talk about that. It's the worst. Why did you do that? Now, see, now I feel like. No, because you know what? this past weekend was that. a good example. You should have done that. This past weekend, everybody's sitting around like there's no freaking games on. You know, they throw the Pro Bowl in there like we're supposed to watch yeah, it. That was ridiculous. You know what? Yeah, that, you, I'm glad you did that. That was good payback. Because I, I, I feel. Nothing worse than after the Super Bowl. I feel like what I do to you with the Lakers sometimes, you mm -hmm. just did to me. Like, hey, you know the worst case scenario? It's coming up on Monday. It's football's over on Monday. It's what do you worst. think about that? And no, there's I'm nothing better. There's nothing better when you start getting into August and it's like, oh, the games are starting to show up, and then and then and you hit mid February. <laughs> then you get those. That's why February's so depressing? Yeah, February's all right. February's all right. It was 80 degrees yesterday. How upset could you possibly yeah, that's be? True. That's true. Try a phone call here. Let's go to um, King in L.A. King, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, King? It's time, man. Yes, it's time for Jeannie to sell the franchise or at least hand the keys over to somebody much more competent. The Lakers' front office is just as terrible as the Lakers' team. We can't just blame all of this on Russell Westbrook and LeBron James and Anthony Davis because Rob Palink is the guy who put this team together. It's a terrible team. It's a terrible front office. It's time for a change. Go get Jerry West. Go get Masai Ujiri. Do whatever you can to get competent people making basketball decisions. Let me get into that. Um, <laughs> there are – I like bold opinions. I like bold – that's saying that something that is never going to happen. They're not going to sell the team. This is the bus family's birthright. Won a championship a year and a half ago. <laughs> exactly. Come on, man. Well, I, listen, they, I get they, the they, frustration. I do too. It's just not that, – that's, that's not – That's not the solution to this problem. Mm -hmm. They're not going to sell the team. They may tweak – things i think the roster is going to be tweaked dramatically wouldn't be surprised if frank vogel's not the coach of this team a year from now i mm -hmm. think those things are probably likely if yep. not certain at this point i wouldn't be entirely surprised to see different people making decisions but the idea of selling come on man that's just that's just silly that's not happening there's uh there's a tweet dave McMenamin put out and, and this one's actually kind of interesting so the Lakers will monitor the buyout market. Sources told ESPN, with a full 15-man roster, we need to waive a player in order to add a player. Can I tell you something, Trav? You, you know when the buyout market is most attractive, typically, is when you're a contender. They're not a contender, right? So to monitor the buyout market, let me let me throw a name out there. There's a name um, Gary Harris was thrown out when Bobby Marks uh, joined the show. 
Gary Harris, if you're making a decision between do I want to go play for the Lakers, I, I'm going to get an opportunity. If I get bought out, I'm going to get an opportunity to go play somewhere. You want to go to the Lakers or you want to go to a contender? So the buyout market is usually attractive to teams that are competing for a championship. I don't think it's going to be an area for them that they, they're going to be able to do that much simply because they're not a contender. Is anybody delusional slash self-confident enough to think in that buyout market that I could be the difference, that I, I am the missing piece? You know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That this idea, not just, hey, listen, I could go to Philly and, you know, we might have a shot and maybe I'll get a couple of minutes here and there and I could be a part of this. Or... I could go to the Lakers. I really think that if I'm there, I'm a good fit. I fit well with LeBron or AD or however they're viewing it. Could Does that person exist? I think also if you want to showcase yourself between now and the season ends, don't you want to be on a team that's going to have a long playoff run? You can show that, hey, I'm a uh, I'm a player that can get another contract next season. How are you going to do that with the Lakers? So that I think that one's going to be a tougher, tougher stretch All right. than people think. Everybody wants in on this. The yep. Laker fans are deeply, deeply frustrated. Your phone call is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You know, one of the great Lakers of all time is just deeply frustrated about what he saw last night. And it, it coming from him, coming from you, guys that are, you know, watching every game, breaking down every game, invested in every single game. It just was a moment last night that was deeply, deeply disappointing. This this is the lowest point of just about any season I've seen uh, as as a Laker over the years. I, I don't have any words for it because we've we've used uh, all our words up. We, we 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 saw Milwaukee come in and we thought maybe okay that'll be a measure measuring game, you know, against a good team, and we saw what happened. And then um, against Portland, a team of professional players, but it was almost like they were playing against, you know, a local YMC pickup group of guys. That's unbelievable. That that he's saying, look, James Worthy's been around this team forever. Yep. That's as low as it's been. The losing to a group of guys that look like they come from the local YMCA. Anthony Davis doesn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. A D and LeBron play the whole game against a team of guys that a lot of people, unless you are deep into the G League, you probably don't even know who these guys are. It was just an ugly, ugly moment last night. Well, and then, you know, on top of that, you obviously had 
so many storylines to the Lakers just over the last week or so. Okay, how is Russell Westbrook? Is he gonna? Is he playing at the end of games? Is he not? How are you gonna use him? Oh, by the way, the trade deadline is noon today. This was you know yesterday. It's like all this stuff. Lakers then don't make a deal, and it's not Trav that they don't want to make a deal. They don't have the assets to make a deal. That's you know that that's the thing I, I think that's most important. Whether a lot of people complaining about well Lakers didn't make a move. Lakers didn't make a move. The, the disappointing part is not that they didn't make a move, is that if they wanted to make a move, which they probably did, they don't have anything to fire your way. And if every team says, okay, hey, you want us to help you? Throw us that 2027 draft pick. We can't throw you that 2027 draft pick because that's the only thing we have left, so we're going to have to wait until the summer. That, I think, is more important than not making a move. It's you want to make a move, and you just don't have any pieces to do it. Gilberto Espana writes, Hey, Trav, the Lakers should never allow a player to be the GM. I don't care who you are. We could have kept KCP, Kuzma, and Caruso. What a difference that would have made. I disagree 300%. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I do too. You consult your star players mm-hmm. when you make big moves. That That's just smart, yep. right? That's just the way that it moves in baseball, basketball. If, if Tom Brady, if they're – put it to this way. Antonio Brown was on the Bucks because Tom Brady said, yeah, 100%. I'm okay with that. Yep. Let's let's do that. Now, that being said, you don't let the players make all the decisions. Sure. You're you're the final line of defense. If somebody comes in and says, hey, you know, I really think we should go get players – no, hold on. Here, here's why that's not a great idea. Here's why we're not going to do that. But it's collaborative. It's not this this wall that exists between the players and, and and management that here are your players, you go do with it, especially when it's LeBron James or, or Steph Curry. You get input on those decisions. That's the key. The key is, you know, and I've heard this, and I'm sure you have as well, there's criticism that goes, goes towards LeBron James. What is this guy doing? This is what he does. He goes to franchises. He completely de- depletes your draft picks, your compensation, your this, your that. LeBron made the Lakers relevant again. Okay, for six years they were irrelevant in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They were, and there's no there's no way of sugarcoating it. The only time we talked about the Lakers was well, what pick are they gonna go get? So LeBron coming to the Lakers um was obviously the foundational piece of making the Lakers relevant again. So I disagree with that. Did the Lakers swing and miss on Russ? Yes. Very simple. They they swung, they went all in, they thought this is something that was gonna work. It obviously didn't work, and now they now they have to kind of look at it in the face for the rest of the way. All right, let's try a phone call here. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Let's go down to Newport and Ken. Ken, you're on with Travis and Slee. Oh, hi, Travis and Slee. You're probably sick of me, but hi also. Um <laughs> Never so, Ken. A little story here. I was in the music business for twenty years. I represented a number of top people. I was an agent. I was a manager. At no time did Columbia Music or Warner Brothers come to me and say, we want you to be the vice president and take over our company because I wasn't qualified. This is what happened with the Lakers. Rob Palenka had no NBA experience. He didn't play. He wasn't a scout. He wasn't a coach. The reason he got the job was because he was Kobe's agent. And by the way, not a very popular one because I know a lot of people in that business. No other reason. And he was nice. So, first year you win a championship, nine players gone that year. Last year, 11 players gone. That's 20. Only three people remain from the championship team. And here we are. He can't make a trade because he's banged up the whole system. And the Lakers are worse than they were four years ago. And there's only one reason that is. It's Rob Palenka. Of course, Jamie well, never should have brought him in. I, I, want, I want to respond to this, Ken. Thank you. And we are not sick of you. Continue to be Travis Lee guys. I, pre- I appreciate that. Um, you, 
I, I hear what you're saying. A lot of turnover. That the they're in a different spot than they were four years ago. But you skipped over the part. They won a championship two years ago. Okay, so th- this you, you you can't say well they've moved twenty guys and he was unqualified and he only the only reason he's here is because he was Kobe's guy and he had a relationship with Jeannie Buss. What, what okay okay okay, they also won a championship. So you they're both in there now. I do think what happens next is going to determine what's going to determine where we are next because it, it, it's so much has happened now. Right when Frank Vogel got hired, remember Magic went on TV and just lit the world on fire, right? And then and about oh, the Rob final, Palenka. The final game right. of the uh, regular season against the Blazers. He quit. It's a wrap. Right, and then went on first take the next day and went ham. Unleashed. Yeah, he went ham. And it wasn't, hey, uh, Frank Vogel's the new coach. It's a holy smoke. He called out uh, Palenka, and that was the story. And then it kind of calmed down because they won. So I think we're at that point now where whatever happens next is going to really determine how people feel about Rob Plank. You're, you're It's such a, a good point there because you can only carry the weight of they won the championship, they won the championship. If you're the Lakers, right? If you're the Phoenix Suns and you just made it to the NBA Finals, you could hold that for a little bit. If mm-hmm. you're the Bucks, you could hold that for a little bit. But if you're the Lakers, it's, all right, where are you sitting today? We, we get it. Hey, year and a half ago, Lakers won a championship. We get that. What's on the horizon? What what's what's happening down the road? This summer, this summer, while every other team seems like does it look like the Warriors are going anywhere in the next couple of years? No. They're gonna be right there. Sure. All right. Does it look like I'm gonna just use some teams in the Western Conference? John Moran and the Memphis Grizzlies. The Denver Nuggets are eventually gonna get healthy. How about the Clippers? You think the Clippers got a bright future? Of course. They got a very bright yeah. future. This is just the Western Conference. I haven't mentioned any team in the East. The criticism should come less about what the Lakers have done over the last three, four years. What you should be talking about is what is the next two to three years for the Lakers. I'd be looking more, and if you want to kind of poke holes or angles or anything like that on Palenka, talk about what's to come, not what has happened in the past. Because what's happened in the past is championship number 17. Let's try another one. Camarillo, next stop, and Sean. Sean, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey, Travis. Hey, Slee. Uh, first-time caller. Listen Great. all the time. Thank you. Um, Trav, you touched on something earlier. You've touched on it quite a bit in your show um, about how Anthony Davis isn't looking like the future that the Lakers need to go. I think it's crystal clear. And Okay. So, but then you guys are talking the Lakers have nothing to trade in value. When do you guys start pushing the – not you guys, but when do they start thinking – Okay, if eighty is not our future, let's trade him and get LeBron somebody younger that doesn't have to rely on LeBron that can actually put up a fight. My my personal opinion, Trav, I, I think LeBron and Anthony Davis will play together until LeBron decides he's either retiring or he's not with the Los Angeles Lakers anymore. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're. I don't think the because because what you could do is you could go try to find a player. Because you're going to have cap space when LeBron James decides to go. Yeah, $47 million potentially coming off the books, not next season, the following season when Russ's contract is done. I think if they go out and try to shop and sell one of these elite players in the NBA, hey, the Laker franchise, here's the keys, and you have Anthony Davis, maybe the Pau Gasol to what Kobe Bryant was, that's probably going to be part of the sell. Because if you think Anthony Davis is the 
is the best player on a championship team. We're just seeing it. You know, we're we're, we're watching it. It's, He's not it's, capable. Of I'm it. not confident that that's going to be the case for the Lakers if if uh, that was in the cards. Well, I think there's the other part. Here, here here's the thing that you didn't mention, and it, that what is his value? I, I it, it's far less than it was two years ago. You know, the Lakers emptied their pockets to get him. They gave away a bunch of very promising young players, and that I think at best, if we're being honest with Ingram and Lonzo Ball and these guys, they're they're still getting better, right? Neither one of these guys are guys. Of, Holy smoke! Look at that. They're better. Those teams, I think, those players too are also better off outside I of the. Couldn't Lakers. agree more. Yeah, couldn't agree more. But the point of it is, is that what could you're not getting another guy that's as good as Anthony Davis coming back. You know what I mean? As yep. weird as that sounds. And while we're saying he's not good enough, he's at that weird point where he's, he's also not Giannis. He's, he's not, not Giannis. Jokic. He's not good enough. He's not Embiid. Idea, you're getting back. If he, if, if he's a dollar, you're getting back four quarters. You're not getting back something that's like him because he's not valued the way he was a couple of years ago. He's it's clear as a, Bell, that thing we saw in the bubble where he was, whoa, that, that, is he the best player in the league? You know, it was the ESPN ring. He's number two, two. behind LeBron, yeah, right? One and two. And it didn't seem far fetched at all. It was, yeah, he, he might be, feels like a million lifetimes ago. That was the outlier. The, the, the reality of Anthony Davis is when he's the best player on your team, your team's not very good. That's just the cold, hard facts. You might be a playoff team. You might scrape through and win a playoff round once. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, you're just, yeah, yeah, he's not one of those guys. Let's try one more here. Which one do you want, Slee? Let's go to Chris. Chris, you're on uh, Travis and Slee's show. What's going on, Chris? Hey, Travis Lee, love the show. Uh, Slee, I'm the one who interrogated you yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> today. Yep. Put your hand um, on the good book, Slee. Swear to tell the truth, the whole but, truth, and nothing but. But I did want to start with an Ask Slee, if you guys are okay with yes, that. Yes, please. Sure. Why not? I knew Trav would love it. Okay. <laughs> Slee, would you rather have a poster, a life-sized cardboard cutout, or let's say like a mouse pad of Woj? <laughs> Problem with the mouse pad. Is, Appreciate you know. it. Thank you for calling in. Problem with the mouse pad. We're not using. Not very often. No. Touch pads. No, touch yeah. screens. So no, not okay. So we're down to poster, poster. and lifetime yeah, cutout. Po poster. You don't look. Imagine a life-size Woj in your kitchen. <laughs> you get up to go get a cup of coffee in the morning. You stretch. You're wiping, little... you're wiping the sleep out of your eyes. Yep. Like morning Woj. Woj. You could, you could knuckle the the cardboard cutout as you go to make your thousand likes for the James Harden Ben Simmons deal. Morning Woj. Hey, can I get you something? I'm going to make a little toast and eggs here real quick. The man. Got, got, any, got any Woj bombs for me as I the drop man. this Keurig pod into the cup? <laughs> Very excited. I might, hey, Emily, do me a favor. Put it in my good idea folder. Woj life-size cutout for Slee for this upcoming uh, birthday. Noted. That's, uh, that's going to be done. Put the dump my good idea folder. is coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. It might be. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. When you're filling in for Slee tomorrow. Yep. Is that tomorrow Just that you start, it. Greg? We do the dump the last segment, Greg. Just so you're familiar with the format of the show oh, when you finally decide to come in. Yeah. You've been shutting up. I understand. I understand. On um, this day in 2012, Jeremy Lin's Lin Sanity. Remember that? I do. 38 <laughs> points uh, against the Lakers and Kobe. Uh, Lynn Sanity reached its zenith at right about that. So I think a couple days after that is a game in Toronto where he went off as well. He's got the ball in his hands. I can't remember if they were tied. He hits a three and they just go crazy. He had a quick moment there for a second where it was like, who the hell is Jeremy Lynn? And this dude <laughs> is dominating the league. It was his so popularity. unbelievably big yeah and so unbelievably short-lived this is one of my favorite stats i don't it's just, i don't know if this is a stat or a note or whatever it is and maybe it's not true anymore maybe it's happened since but i know at the time this was true there are three people that have appeared on the cover of sports illustrated in back-to-back weeks yep muhammad ali okay sounds like a pretty good candidate michael jordan okay i've heard of him jeremy lynn come on bro <laughs> how about that it's you one of my favorite it's one of my favorite notes ever Ali, Jordan, Jeremy Lin. Damn. And that he went, and that it happened through such a rhythm. The Knicks were out of guys. They didn't have enough warm bodies to mm. put, you know, so it's like they were just about to release him. They brought him in, they get put him out there tonight. And he went off for like two weeks. And then he never, ever rediscovered it. You get paid somewhere? I can't remember where I he got don't paid. Think big. I'm not even sure. I know he made cashed in on his popularity, especially overseas. I know that that was something that he was able to. Oh, that's do. That's right. He was part of the. He was part of the roster uh, for the Raptors. He won a championship. Was he really? Yeah. There you go. Well, that's right. I to- forgot to- about that. Totally worth it. Um, Tottenham. Did I say that right? Is yeah. that the right way to say right. that? Tottenham. Um, they want to host the Super Bowl in 2026. International Super Bowl. You ready for that? I kind of like it in London. I kind of like it. You know, listen. If if there's a way to kind of grow your sport, most of the time it's in a it's in a uh, city that uh, that team is not playing. I kind of like the idea and the concept. I, I think it's a great move for the NFL. It's interesting. I'm I don't hate it. I'm thinking about it. But why would I take my very biggest event and put it somewhere where my because you already dominating this market because you already got this market to it. You already got it. I, I, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, they're, they're gonna play the World Series and yeah. uh, I don't know preseason game. You and I are gonna watch. It doesn't matter where it is. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Sorry, Slee. Lakers didn't uh, do anything at the deadline. Yeah, like I said, more disappointing that they don't have assets to do anything than actually not doing something. All right, we'll be all over where the Lakers go next tomorrow morning. Mason and Ireland are coming up next. It is Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.